0: Hey there, you are hearing Franklin Speaking with your host, Shimandi, where I'll be in conversation with women in science, sharing their experience, contribution, and prospective planning in different scientific fields in an extremely entertaining and informative way. So stay tuned to find out some awesome woman-centric science stories. Welcome to Franklin Speak. I would start today's episode with a poem. Written by Ruby Gordon, was like, I want to apologize to all the women I've called pretty before I've called them intelligent or brave. I'm sorry I made it sound as though something as simple as what you were born with is the most you have to be proud of when your spirit has crushed mountains. From now on, I will say things like you're resilient or you're extraordinary. Not because I don't think you're pretty but because you are so much more than that. India has just celebrated her 75th independence this year on August. Surely there are still gender parities and issues when it comes to women in higher education and any other sectors for that matters. But definitely we have come far. If you see that women are in the front line of every aspect, from healthcare to IT, to scientific discoveries, and space missions so we have walked a long road and i'm sure that we have a long road ahead our today's guest arya sir is such a woman who is not only paving the way for fellow conservation biologists, but also actively is a part of international community of women in conservation field being vocal about her enthusiasm She also was featured by Journal of Biogeography News this year. So let's hear more of her in her own words. Uh, So hello, welcome to this podcast. And can you introduce yourself?
1: Uh, Hello everyone, my name is Arya Suthatham. And uh, I am a PhD student at Kerala University of Fisheries and Ocean Studies, Kochi. And uh, my PhD is uh, on molecular ecology of uh, freshwater fishes, hillstream freshwater fishes of Western Ghats of India. Basically, it's more of a biogeography stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll be dealing with how fishes, the genetic diversity of fishes, change uh, when there is a barrier in between, be it uh, ecological or man made. So, that is basically my PhD. It's more of a molecular biology. Uh, kind of work, uh, but just that the fishes and model organs. Okay. So, can you tell so me? So, I'm into my fifth year yeah. of PhD.
0: Okay, okay. So, you are kind of, you know, ending on kind of your PhD.
1: Yes, I'm uh, almost my, on the last lap of my PhD. Uh, I, I've almost uh, completed my first three chapters. I, actually, I'm working on my final chapter.
0: Okay. So can you like tell me what are the kind of techniques or kind of hypothesis you like get to work on in this field?
1: Okay, so uh, I will tell you uh, um, the four uh, important objectives of my study. Okay. Uh, First is that First is that, oh, I, basically I'm working on freshwater fishes and which is called ballotorids. It is a general name given to fishes uh, which is, uh, which resides in uh, fast flowing streams uh, which is having a very peculiar kind of fins and they attach to the uh, waterfall, they attach to the rocks and they sit against the flow of the water. So these are called ballotorids, They are usually found in uh, Southeast Asia. So what I am doing is uh, a, a very peculiar genus uh, is found across the Western Ghats. Okay. So what people thought was that the, across the Western Ghats it is the same species. It okay. is called Bhavani Australis. So the same uh, it was believed before that it is the same species across the Western Ghats. But uh, what is very peculiar about Western Ghats is that there are a lot of uh, gaps in between. Okay, there are three gaps. There is uh, one in Goa, one in Palakkad, and one is in uh, down south in Chengota. So there are three gaps. So which means that the fishes can't move across the gap, which yes. comes to the conclusion that there must be different species across the Western Ghats. okay. So that's what I'm talking about in my first chapter. And second chapter is that, uh, uh, f- actually first chapter is to- uh, how many Balotorids are there and uh, ac- across the Western Ghats. There are uh, different types of baltoids. I mean, there are four genuses. I'm okay. talking about all that okay. and second chapter is uh, about And third is, uh, is there any change in the uh, genetic diversity across waterfalls? There is a big waterfall in West India, one in South, uh, uh, in one of the rivers. So what I'm looking at is, uh, do the uh, uh, population above the waterfall and below the waterfall change? I mean, they isolate themselves and they uh, eventually uh, uh, undergo speciation in future. That is one of the questions. And the last one is a global biogeography where, where I'll be adding all the Southeast Asian fishes and I'll be uh, uh, looking at how uh, they are, how what is the connection, how mm-hmm. did they differ and what time they evolved uh, with oh. the Western Ghats. It's wow. more of biogeography, evolution and molecular ecology. So these are the three terms yeah. uh, it would be a little bit complicated but mm-hmm. just that you are actually finding the uh, age and when they evolved
0: evolved yes that's pretty interesting you know that's really interesting so the how it's did you incredible. get so how did you get into this path? like how did you get interested in this like in fifth uh,
1: um Okay, so uh, I did my UG and uh, PG in Zoology. I'm a Zoology master, uh, uh, a master. So, and I did my uh, um, CSA coaching. And then I was thinking about uh, what I was more uh, interested was to do something uh, um, like how you do. It's it's more of a uh, neurobiology kind of stuff. So I was more interested in the, those kind of uh, field, but uh, I all I will I always loved being uh, uh, being a person who loved nature, and I always had an empathy to nature. So we all are brought up yes, uh, yes. like that at yes. some point of our lives. We all so, love um, nature. Yes, yes. So at uh, we uh, what I wanted to do is that whatever. I am doing my PhD on it should be uh, it should be a contribution to something to the science it should be a contribution to the nature that was my basic idea so then I I uh, I started searching for my supervisors and uh, luckily I found my mentor now and uh, he asked me to do on marine uh, fishes but then mm-hmm. later uh, I ha- I had to uh, like Change. square down to yeah freshwater fishes because i was more interested in evo- evolution and ecology okay. uh, than the marine part so uh, those uh, ideas or those uh, theories always mm-hmm. amazed me so i thought like it would be better you do something on ecology and evolution so that's how it is
0: so you were talking about evolution i will get uh, to the part where like you were talking about networking so you must have been using some kind of software for studying evolution yes. yes so can you talk yes. more about so that
1: is, yeah so it is uh, what i am doing is there are a couple of software uh, softwares called uh uh mega that that is these are basic softwares where what you do is you download the sequences and then you uh, look into uh, their genetic distance yeah. and uh, how are they uh, they clading i mean uh, something kind of phylogenetic uh, study kind of thing. yeah yeah, they okay. are used for phylogenetic studies. So okay. these are the basic uh, basic softwares. Mega. Okay. Then you have uh, Mr. Bias. Then you have uh, Beast. Beast is something uh, where you in- include biological. Um, I mean, the you look into the molecular dating also of the organism. Oh, wow. That is a high-end, uh, high-end software. Beast is, I have used Beast in one of my papers also. Oh. Uh, where you will be looking into the molecular uh, time, Never. when okay. uh, biological time, when the uh, actual species evolved wow. and from what is a com- is there any common ancestor, when did oh. it evolve and you will be looking uh, the evolution in parallel to the, uh, the uh, evolution of western guards. So you will understand okay. uh, when what did the fish evolve kind of and, and what
0: stage in-
1: of evolution of western guards.
0: Wow, that's that's really fascinating. That's really you are doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. But, so, like uh, you were talking about uh, networking, and I wanted to, you know, uh, wanted you to put some light on, like uh, you've been to uh, some conferences abroad. So, can you talk yes. more about that also?
1: Uh- uh, this is for the conservation people that I'm talking about, or uh, anyone who wanted to uh, know more about conservation. Uh, I would suggest that there are uh, lo- the first thing that you need to uh, do when you're doing a PhD is networking. First thing, I mean, definitely you should know your work well, but mm-hmm. if you are planning to do something uh, uh, after your PhD, I mean, if you want to, uh take your career outside India, it will be good that you you, uh, you do, do good networking with a lot of people. So, one of the best ways to do networking is obviously that you attend a lot of conferences, you meet a lot of people, you, you talk to them, you have connections with them. Uh, it is not necessary that everyone is going to help you but the, mm-hmm. it is a fact that you will understand there are a lot of people there are a lot of contemporaries who are working on your work mm-hmm. who will be interested in your work and who will uh, who will add to your knowledge that is more yes, important yes it's me, more definitely. it's more about yes. it's, it's it's beyond competition there, i don't know why there are a lot of people who become so much insecure when they uh, open up about their work no it, there's nothing like that mm-hmm. Uh, I I suggest that you should definitely go to conferences like that. So, I have been to a student's uh, conference on conservation science, SACS. Uh, There are SACS in 10 cities across the world. Uh, One is in Bangalore every year. Uh, It is in IISC, Bangalore. But uh, uh, the first SACS started from Cambridge, So at Cambridge. So, it is... uh, it is a 20th kind year uh, that they they are doing um, a conference where people around the world will be coming and uh, people who work on conservation uh, people who contribute uh, to conservation okay. ideas will be coming mm-hmm. together they will be having student posters they will be having the same way where it's a, a conference is happening walks. in bangalore
0: okay yeah
1: so yeah. So, what do what they do is they'll be interacting. There will be meet and greet sessions. There will be uh, uh, there will be a play uh, uh, a day where uh, people uh, from across the uh, the best conservation uh, a, uh, organizations in the world will come together and they will uh, actually talk to you. There will be stalls of all these organizations. Okay. You can see IUCN. You can see Flora and Fauna International. Oh, wow. You can see Site. There are you can see traffic there are a lot of uh these big names mm-hmm. that be here will mm-hmm. be there yeah. so you can actually meet people who yes. you will have a piece. great
0: exposure if you can you know get to meet at least definitely
1: people. definitely yes. that is a that uh, you also uh, with the, the one conference i have friends of almost from 40 uh, for, uh, 14 countries i would say the minimum oh, wow. of 14 countries
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a great thing no? you get to know that what people are working in another country how like the their yes, methods yes, yes. yes
1: so it is it is really really funny to know that people here are still fighting patriarchy when people around the world is actually of our age is actually working something worthwhile for the yes, society. Yes, yes. here we are still struggling with people Patriot. to come out of our bubble
0: yes <laughs> that's that's gonna be one of my questions also you know. So uh, two things I wanted to like ask you that you were talking about this uh, conference, students, uh, conservation conference. So uh, will it be happening this year, like virtually?
1: Uh, So this, yeah, next 2021, uh, Mm. since uh, after the 20th SACS, 2020 conference was uh, uh, cancelled because of the COVID. Mm. So 2021, they are, I mean, this year, I guess, they will be doing it in, um, I'm not sure if they have done it or so, but uh, they'll be doing it virtually only. 2021, they are having a, a hybrid event where they'll be having, online and personal sessions but uh, even that is going to be very restricted at the small small okay. number of people okay. but uh, uh, COVID is one of the main uh, reasons why a lot of conferences have been uh, cancelled and uh, I'm not sure what is the future because yes. uh, the people who talk like this and communicate mm. is, is very very different from people mm-hmm. who actually greet meet I mean, and greet Yes it, yes, is, yes, it is Definitely. totally different, and you get to stay with all those people.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you
1: go get to go on trips with these people, yeah. you get to know how they're present, yes. their uh, their stage presence, how hmm. they work. What.
0: It's all totally different environment, really... yes, yes. That's we are not getting you know talking in this way,
1: yes, that's 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 true. So, but now uh, there is another part, there is uh, there is uh, like. Uh, I would say that people now I, I have understood that we can still do conferences like that. Yeah. I don't know if people will definitely be interested to ex- uh, expend a lot of money and flew all these people around the world. Flow mm. uh, like they wanted to fly sure. in all the people around the world and do the conference themselves. <laughs> 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 but it was
0: worth. It, it was, it worth, was it. worth it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That yeah, even if you have to like spend a lot of money but you get to meet so much diverse yeah. set of people so it's yeah and also
1: you of. you don't have to actually uh, spend also there will be a lot of uh, okay. uh, scholarships there will be a okay. lot good. of funding i went with a complete bursary i didn't okay. have to spend a single penny
0: so the next thing i wanted to talk is about your instagram page
1: close up with conservation yes.
0: conservation so talk about this more What was your idea behind that? So,
1: uh, this is going to be really funny because I have three Instagram accounts
0: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes
1: which I personally (laughs) handle One is my personal Instagram account. One is my uh, account uh, is uh, very exclusively for my academy contents, and yes. then I have a page which is for my uh, dance content because I'm I was basically a dancer yes. before being a PhD student. Yes. I have been learning dance for so long. Yes. Uh, so uh, what uh, what made me start a page uh, on um, Instagram page on academy contents is because. Uh, it, it is really important that what uh, people uh, should see and pe- sh- people should be able to understand the mm-hmm. work that you do, yes. whatever yes. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what uh, it is, it doesn't matter what you do, unless and until people don't understand what you do. Mm-hmm. Because uh, uh, I, I used to have uh, my relatives uh, making fun of me. They're telling me that I'm going fishing all around the Western Ghats. What difficult. are you doing? Fishing? Get
0: it? What do you uh, so, do? yeah.
1: Uh, so, it, it so it is really important that people should know that uh, you, you, what you do is really important and that is the main reason that I started my own Instagram page by Academy Country alone and it is then that I came to know that a lot of people are on Instagram, there are a lot of women in conservation, women in STEM, women in science who's being a huge influence yes and i'm i'm really i am i'm really happy that uh, uh, a lot of people are coming uh, I mean, um, forward for this yes. it is really good because yeah, it, uh, the, uh, your followers doesn't matter i mean number yes. of followers doesn't matter but mm-hmm. what is important is uh, people get you know, to know you
0: yes yes because the thing is, like I have started this, I haven't seen that a lot of people were talking about science on social medias like they're talking about now, you know, because social media has been always a place for, you know, glamour, world. like, you know, movies and films. And now when I get to the place, people are talking about their daily life experiments. This is a great place to start your work and be motivated that people are doing this. So this is a great thing. This is a great
1: thing. Great yes, it is It is indeed a great thing and what is more inspiring is that uh, people uh, start to follow these kind of contents and yes, they are yes. learning a lot. From learning this this because, yes. uh, uh, there were times when you had no idea how you would start a research, how you would go about a research question yes. but now I have seen are hundreds of pages where yes. women, especially mm-hmm. in STEM mm-hmm. and women women who work in conservation, mm-hmm. they are uh, doing reels where there will mm-hmm. be a lot of questions being answered, and yes. it's, it's it's really beautiful. It's, it's really, really beautiful. beautiful. And it's yeah, beautiful. and I suggest yeah, I suggest everybody who's uh, in in science in mm-hmm. STEM to actually come and see the kind of stuff that people are doing. Yes. We are there. We are uh, maybe the same or we are doing the same thing that they do but uh how they influence is really important
0: yes yes definitely it is doing a great job for you know upcoming generation or for like i will say that for me also for like the people who are already in science also it's doing a great job so uh next about your dance i wanted to talk that when did you start <laughs> and like you were a great dancer. I have seen all of your videos. Oh, and I thank even,
1: you. Really. <laughs> thank a <So>, lot. <Lord.
0: laughs> so when did you start it? And the one question I always have that science and hobbies generally don't go like hand in hand. People say that okay, you are doing PhD. You are just, you know, a workhorse. You have to work all day. So what what do you feel about that?
1: Uh, Gone are those days. You don't have to actually think about people (laughs) keep on getting before their laptops and work day in and out. Yes, you definitely you need to work your ass out but uh, the thing is uh, uh, what people have to understand is uh, PhD is not your life or anything you do is not your life. You put everything, every drop of sweat into what you work. Yes, but that doesn't mean that that's your only thing that uh, for me if I was not a PhD student now I would have been a dancer okay. because uh, dance has been my passion all the years since the first from the lower kindergarten I've been dancing wow. and my parents always wanted me to be a dancer at some point but then they uh, chose uh, obviously they they will be very very afraid to keep uh, uh, to suggest a profession in dancing but now yes it is possible but at Mm -hmm. that time uh, my mom and dad was very scared to actually uh, channel me to that kind of a a profession Mm -hmm. but I could have I'm very sure that I would have excelled there also but uh, uh, once I started my PhD and uh, then at one point I had a a huge uh, um, emotional stress—you will have a lot of emotional yes, yes, stress yes. and problems. And then I've decided that uh, enough is enough. I should start something which actually give me uh, some Joy. kind of happiness. Yeah. What uh, What is more important to me is that uh, I have—I am a multi person. So yep. that's more important to me. Yeah. I I enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, so I am creating contents that I love a lot. You love. So I've been doing Hindi songs. I've been doing Malayalam songs. Yes. a lot. And there, every really time I'm improving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I I generally yeah. thought I think that you should start like a YouTube channel and start you know teaching people. You were, you were really great.
1: Yeah. So uh, uh, one thing, so once I started dancing, I realized that I have lost the touch a lot because uh, the way I used to dance, I don't dance that that good now. And uh, so when people see me, they have only seen the stage of me. And I feel myself being lost a a portion of me that... uh, between all the stress and all so I'm swearing myself that I'm not going back, I'll just work on myself then again there is a a huge uh, uh, stress Uh, there is a lot of time Mm -hmm. uh, you take a lot of time consuming Mm -hmm. for choreography for doing something and and you edit it, it takes a lot of work even Mm -hmm. even you would definitely know that you are doing a podcast, what Mm -hmm. is the amount of time you pay Mm -hmm. to edit them to find people like me a lot of people before you and and finding reading about them I, i'm i must i must congratulate you for that because you. you have been following all my three accounts and you know everything what i'm doing day by day and i I'm, I'm 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 really surprised that you still keep track of uh, people like that it is really good i'll tell you, Thank you. because Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. that is a kind of sisterhood that we i that's a kind mm. of um, relationship yeah. that people should we, have we, yes there yes. is no place for jealousy or there yes. is no place for uh there is no place for hatred anywhere yes. in science. Yes. The, Every day we learn
0: something or the other demand. from each other. Yes, definitely.
1: Yes. 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 If the world needs something, it's just to be a human. I, yes. I always, I, 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 I don't know how much I should insist on this point. Human first and scientist later. <laughs> yes.
0: that's That should be the headline of this video. <laughs>
1: You are, uh, every person uh, uh, is unique in a way or the other. So uh, that should be your defining uh, uh, feature. I have mentored a, a, a four or five or six people through my five years of PhD. Mm. And what I feel more uh, 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 happy is that I have uh, taught a few people something mm. that they have never known before. Wow. Definitely I question. must have papers and all but what I, what I, where I'm happy is that I was able to uh, uh, give Eat a good uh, idea to those kids. Yes. Those who are coming up. Yes. Yes. That is more important to me I would say. It's
0: a, it's a great mindset. I think that every people who are in science should be like in this kind of mindset that not only papers are, uh, are the things that matter but you know you know Scattering what you have also matters. Definitely.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it is told that only when you share your knowledge, it increases. There yeah. is a saying.
0: So, next, I wanted to talk about like women in science because this is the kind of the core of this podcast. And I want to know that what, like, who will you say is the kind of woman scientist in your field or any other field that motivated you throughout your work till now?
1: uh i would say that i have uh it is not women uh okay. there i would like to um, say that uh definitely i am uh, uh, i am uh, supporting all the women in stem but yes. Yes. I, uh, regardless of the gender i definitely think that people who put in effort a lot yes. Yes. Uh, they need to come up uh, so, uh, ironically, I would say that my first podcast episode was women in conservation. And for that, I did a lot of research and I came out with the fact that uh, after uh, uh, all these years, there mm. has been only two Nobel Prizes for women. All yes. these years. Yes, 2020 and twenty one, we did have a couple of uh, uh, women. Jennifer and Dorna, I... b- before that, yeah, before that, there have been just two people.
0: Yeah.
1: When when it comes to women in science, this, this these have been all research papers. What I'm telling you is all that I have read. Okay. Uh, yeah. In a group, mm. in a group, uh, even uh, the mm, uh, the words that they use, they mm. are not. They're very gender specific. Yes. If it is yeah. said that yeah, there is there is a meme which goes around where you can say that if you are assertive, uh. Assertive is for uh, men and bossy is for women.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: There's been a thing going around. Yes. And uh, uh, I was lucky enough to have a, a group or a team where 70% of us are women. Oh, and my great. mentor being a person who, who loves women in science. Okay. Because uh, he believes that women uh, the women can do more. Yes. I, I I think so because uh, uh, he has he has always been a supporter of uh, women okay. uh, in science so uh, world we'll need more people like that Yes, yes. but unfortunately uh, uh, that's the case yeah there are people who are the worst hmm. the way uh, we handle a problem is very hmm. different from how men, men handle it
0: yes yeah. uh
1: uh, I have seen mentors who have shaped uh, beautiful, uh, talented uh, women mentors who have shaped a lot of beautiful teachers now, because I'm talking about 50, 20 years, 25 years mm-hmm. back. So uh, the uh, la- the women scientists who were at that time, was uh, those who, who were at that time who mentored people, mm-hmm. they turned out to be really good people. I mean, they turned out to be really good scientists, Scientists. really good teachers, and Mm. they preach Mm. the same idea. Yes. Now, so if you are fortunate enough, you are going to get one among them. Yes otherwise you are going to get someone who has been in the rat race who have been struggling with their the, the gender bias and mm. then there are people who don't like women there are people mm. who don't like men so <laughs> it goes both ways both ways yeah okay. so i am in a network called women in nature network w i n n women okay. in nature network, nature
0: network. Okay.
1: women across the world who is working in conservation under one roof
0: Wow, and that,
1: that's oh, that, my girl! It is one of the best feelings that I've ever had. I have friends across the world, women who work in conservation, conservation, and there are there are talks every once or twice a month. So now they are starting the talk from September. Okay. So it is like you get to see women around the world how yes, they work yes. they mm. and the support that they have for each mm. other when they, one, when someone comes with an initiative how they help them how they support them how each they other. share the news mm-hmm. and when when some grand grand openings are there if there are some conservation leadership programs coming mm. up they share it among the groups they want everyone wow. they suggest everyone mm. they are thing yeah, they they are giving a a reference letters. They're giving oh, it's, it's a beautiful initiative. Beautiful so yeah. I uh, I'm I'm really overwhelmed by some of these. Really really happy in a positive way mm. about how people are supporting each other. So yes. uh,
0: is there anything like anything at like for conservation biologists for women in science for anything you want to sh- uh, share that you didn't have during your study would empower them or encourage them
1: yes uh, um i'll just number it i don't know how many it will go yes. but first is you should always always uh talk to other people before jumping into conclusions before jumping into a subject because you will you will definitely have to know that are there enough people who are expert in the field mm-hmm. will we help, get help inside india do we need to go abroad do you fi- need to find collaborators for your work First, second, you should definitely work in a project before doing your PhD. Whatever field it is, you should definitely uh, work in a, a schedule before you move to your own work. Because PhD is your own headache; yes. it's your own work. Mm-hmm. No one is going to push you. But when you work in a project, you will understand how the time, how, how the time, uh, uh, how the schedule works, how how we are going around uh, the troubles, how we are troubleshooting. Uh, mm. What what will be the hurdles that you can you might encounter? So these are the things that you should do. That is point two, and three. As I all as I've told in the podcast itself, go and network with people. Always have an open mind go talk to people definitely there'll be people who who won't support you there'll be people who um, stab behind a uh, uh, stab from back but uh, the thing mm-hmm. is um, the more you, you share your knowledge, uh, you will get more. I mean, yes. it, I don't say karma but it is like that because when mm-hmm. you support someone, mm-hmm. someone else is going to support you. Yes. So, uh, without supporting uh, your yes. PhD in four years is going to take you six years or eight years. Mm-hmm. So, go ask for help ask for help if you need, ask for help and network and help others too. If someone asks, if it is not possible, yes, you can say politely say that you can do that but definitely if you can help, go ahead and help. And fourth, you have to look for the universities, you have to look both the university and the mentor that you're going to choose because it is very, 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 very important. It will be a really good university, it will be a really good lab. But if the uh, mentor is not supportive, Mm. you can't complete your PhD Mm. in In
0: five years, yes,
1: in five years, because you have a life after that. you will have your career is just starting from your PhD you have a lot of work to do only after you complete your PhD you start your research actual research because then you have questions that you need to uh, you need to find answers so always 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 prioritize who you want to be, uh, who you want to be uh, um, uh, by. who you want to work under yeah uh, also the universities maybe universities may not be the may not be the best they would not mm-hmm. have the best facilities but if your mentor is really good mm-hmm. you will have collaboration everywhere Yes. and you will get opportunities and those people will definitely promote you, help
0: you. Yes.
1: and help. also don't go for yeah and just don't just go for one mentor maybe your mentor will ne- never know everything yes so he may not keep the bible for everything go ahead talk to people ask for help and other teachers or mentors hmm. will definitely help you Yes. If you have two components, where you, you you have one expertise, like copy, I kind of thing, mm-hmm. definitely have a wrap with both your mentors. Right. Yeah. So that you work, you get definite help. You get enough help for whatever you need. Yes, so that's these it. These are really great. And, great and be happy. <laughs> and be happy. Be happy. Do <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah. I tell you, we have all these four years. You definitely need a life. Yes, you, there is a life beyond mm-hmm. this PhD, definitely. You an academician's life is 24 to 7. I understand that. You will have to reply to emails late night 2 p.m. You won't you won't get enough kick. but even then go for trips, go <laughs> eat that ice cream, go do that, uh, eat that cheat meal, have fun, done everything. Yes. If you have uh, some kind of a uh, that is the best time to actually do it because I have seen a few people who uh, abroad people Hmm. who are doing their PhD and they are actually uh, uh, doing these kind of uh, interests.
0: Those are really great suggestions and I am sure that it will help so many people, whoever will be watching this and also me because I am also going through these kind of uh, like phase. And so last question would be, what are your like future plans? What are you like envisioning to do next? Uh,
1: Definitely I will, uh, I I would love to work uh, anywhere in conservation for that. Matter. Okay. but uh, That's what I told you. But on During your course of your PhD, you will understand that you will have different interests. So, you develop a skill set through your PhD so that you can uh, take up that for your next step in your career. For example, if I'm trying, if I love ecology and evolution, I'm doing my PhD. At some point, I wanted to do something on conservation. Then I am taking a different path. Go yes. ahead, take conservation kind of thing, mm-hmm. or otherwise go for postdoc. Definitely, I will be choosing a postdoc somewhere, uh, but I have not decided on uh, which topic because there If this is going to be a huge stuff, but definitely. I'll be looking forward uh, for a good postdoc somewhere um, uh, and eventually, uh, hopefully, I'll end up working on some conservation NGOs. That's Definitely. what I want but I'm not okay. sure because conservation NGOs is a completely different kind of thing. Research is completely different kind of thing but I need to know the science first, hmm. the, the theories can, first and then work. It. Give back, yeah. Yeah, so eventually, I'm, it's going to be conservation.
0: Yes, I'm sure we get it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You're
0: welcome. So thank you so much for joining in today. And it was really fun and informative to talk with you. And I'm sure it will be helping a lot of people. Thank you so much for joining this podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. It was
1: the same here. Thank you. You're
0: welcome. Thank you so much. So-